passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, Payday Podcast for Week 4 coming at you. It'd be a bit redundant to do Victory Lap Part 3, but at least for one of us, that may be what this turns into. Now, we are going to skip the news and the speed round today because 50% of the Payday is a bit under the weather right now, and we would like to get this thing over with. So that is what's coming up on the Payday. And joining me via satellite communication... Chris Scheim. How you doing, Scheim? What up, baby? How we doing? Good, good. Uh, how are you doing is the question, because like I said, one of us, great week. One of us, not so great week, at least on here. You know what? Overall, it's okay. It doesn't, like, it, overall, if you sort out all my picks, I'm still doing pretty, pretty good. So, you know what? I- I'll take it. It's all right. Everyone's alive is the is the, is the the uh, good the good news here, except to, for to maybe pull me. Main, to pull a Jermaine Wiggins, I'm just blaming the uh, the Patriots backup quarterback, Jarrett Stidham, for me not hitting every single bet. That is the wiggy way to do it. And just to pull the yeah. curtain back uh, a bit, and the reason why we are not doing the news and the speed round today, as I said in the open, I'm a bit under the weather. I essentially have a second ugula in my in my mouth right now. It looks and real good. <laughs> it really looked, did I show it to you? Uh, no, but you showed it to Ben, and Ben painted a good enough description for me to understand that yeah. I didn't want to see it. Ben Charleston, our, our Red Sox producer here at W. Here at, uh, Red Sox producer. Yeah, it is. There is something hanging in my mouth, and it's I don't know what it is. And I, I think it's starting to turn into like the boil from the Fairly Odd Parents. Like I think it's talking to me. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, as I said, one of us great week, one of us not so great week. So let's listen back to our picks here. The Patriots minus twenty four at home against the Jets. <laughs> and we alluded to that one a second ago. Shine. What happened there? Yeah. I. You know. I. I loved the Patriots there, and the number even dropped to 21.5 when A.B. got cut, which was even better. And like then I was all in, and I would have been fine because the Jets didn't score a single offensive touchdown. In fact, they got a muffed punt from Gunnar Olszewski, which they ended up getting a touchdown out of. 
and they got a pick six of Jared Stidham with six minutes left in the game, and then Tom Brady immediately went back in the game. So they basically, the Patriots basically just wanted the Jets to cover so they didn't make everybody feel too bad uh, that they were going to cover a 21.5-point spread. Um, so unfortunately for me, I did not hit. Sad, sad. And, and now, here, now flipping it the other way, and by the way, uh, since – by the time this is out, we will have done your p- picks on the Dale and Keith show. So we would also like to welcome sure. everybody who heard Shime's picks on the Dale and Keith show. And then presumably, Shime plugged this podcast, and then you came and listened to it, and now you are hearing it here. And we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit here, breaking the fourth wall. I am going to reference this podcast on the Dale and Keith picks tomorrow because we have a certain segment that needs to be addressed. Okay, okay, here we go. Houston plus three at the Chargers. And John, one for one right there. That one was... That's a- that was a good pick. Chargers. I was, I was a little hesitant on that too, but you know what? I'm in with you. I don't think the Chargers are very good. So, so the char- like the Chargers not the Chargers. Whenever they are favored, is a, is going to be a red flag this year, right? Especially, yeah, 100. percent Especially if it's on the road too. Like that's even worse. Now, as far as this uh, playoff picture is starting to shape up here in September, <laughs> I'm almost at the point where I'm just like the Chargers aren't making the playoffs. There's no way, and I almost view the wild card race in the AFC as you've got pretty much every team from the AFC South is is in it for either the division or a wild card, and then the Bills are the other team. Yeah, and I, it's 100% true. It's like the Chiefs, Patriots, Ravens, and then either probably, more than likely, it looks like the Colts or Houston might end up winning that division in the South, but it's really anybody's game in the South. And then it's everybody else in the South plus the Bills to fight for those wild card spots. I mean Tennessee's going 9 and 7. It's just it's just it's just a matter of if the other teams in the AFC South finish ahead of them. Yeah, exactly. All right, here's our next pick. We got the Rams going to Cleveland, taking on the Browns. The Rams are only favored by 3. I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, that was an easy one, man. You're betting the Rams here. The Rams are really really good. I, I think their defense has been way above what they were last year uh and I think the offense is moving the ball at a good clip. I, I, you, you can't bet against the Rams right now. What you you aren't gonna you aren't gonna take a victory lap for your one correct pick of the week? What is this? No, live I'm a little, not, live a little. We out here taking victory laps. Take that back. You know what? Can I play it in reverse? Is there a way to do yeah, that? Right. <laughs> if you play so. the victory lap music in in reverse, it's actually Shime crying in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my uh, my my next uh, my next pick here. I'm taking Detroit plus seven at Philly. Philly is down, down, down right now. In Detroit, it's kind of like the opposite of the Chargers. If Detroit is an underdog right now, especially by this margin, it might be very wise to pick them. Now, granted, going when I said that pick, I did say I think the Eagles win, but that's not how gambling works. I bet the spread. Uh, the yep. Lions won this and game, hit. and the Lions are they are poised to sort of be an upset sort of team this year. But also, yeah. if you look way ahead, let's say the Lions uh, get into the wild card round of the playoffs. That makes gambling in the playoffs so much easier because they're just going to lose to whoever they play. The fun thing, too, is is that every team in the NFC North right now is actually playing pretty well. And so, theoretically, there's a good chance that two of those NFC playoff teams comes out of the NFC North. It's going to be those the three teams that don't win the division, plus the Seahawks, and then if Kyle Allen turns out to be great or the Falcons get their things together or... The, you know, somebody like that, maybe a team in the NFC South, but like those are your competitors right now. Right. 
And we'll we'll talk a couple of those teams you just mentioned. I, I plan on uh, talking a bit about later, but uh, let's finish up the our last of our picks here. I'm going to pull a John Anderson. Give me the Buffalo Bills <laughs> minus six at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. Go ahead, take your victory lap. Rough stuff so, there, Shime. See, there's a reason I didn't pick the Bills. I, I was right about this one. I said stay away from Buffalo this week. I said that to you well, in the bathroom prior to recording. Yeah, but they ended up winning. It's just they didn't. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't cover them. quite like I thought they would. And uh, yeah, I guess Devin Singletary does make that difference. He is the three point difference between them covering and not covering. And you know what? Uh, I'll take it. It's you know it's okay. I'll have to say I'll, I'll that was back. that was Josh Allen kind of single handedly let the Bengals come back in that game. hundred percent. He's making it, and, and to be fair, I never said Josh Allen was great. My whole thing with them was, can he be as good as or better than Mitch Trubisky was last year? And I think already the through three weeks, I think the answer is yes. The Bills' defense yeah, I, isn't as good as Chicago's defense was last year. They, we didn't you know, even get a mediocre Mitch Trubisky week this year until this past Monday. Right, and even that had a lot to do with just the de- with just complimentary football defense. His own and defense giving him short field position. Right, right, right. And now here is uh, my last pick for the week. Colts by a point and a half at home against the Falcons. Falcons, Falcons, Falcons. What are we going to do? That MVP pick oh, is looking man. bad. I, I, I want to stay by it so bad. The thing is, Dan Quinn might just be a horrible coach, and Dirk Cutter might go down as, like, the worst hire of the year for any team. And so we just have to take into consideration that maybe the only reason the Falcons were any good at all in the first place was probably because of Kyle Shanahan's offense. And all, well, there's that, but also I do think that there's something to be said about the fact that Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are almost single-handedly keeping them in games. And I think that's why, and I'm not picking this game later, I don't think you are either. I believe no. that the Titans are three-point underdogs to the Falcons. Or uh, four- currently, according to William Hill, uh, who is the sports book for our good friends down at Twin River, uh, the Titans are getting four points. So the Atlanta Falcons are four-point favorites currently. I'm not. I'm not picking that, but I think there's a very good chance that the Titans that the Titans take that one. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one to play, man. It's the Falcons have looked bad. Tennessee has looked good, but also looked really really bad. So it's just like. You don't you don't know what you're going to get out of those two teams. There's right. no consistency. All right, here was your best bet from this past week. Rams money line minus 190. Chiefs money line minus 290. Give me the Pats and the Cowboys with the points. So three out of four components there for you on the best bet, which is wrong. Uh, as yep. uh, He's really been pushing that on us. It's kind of rubbing me the wrong way. When we're like, oh, you know, I, but I hit on three of the four components of my parlay. And he's like, so you didn't hit on the parlay. It's like, well, yeah, but you don't have to be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, overall, I thought, I, you know, I stuck to my guns. I bet the Cowboys. I bet the Chiefs. I guess I should just not bet the Patriots anymore. Uh, as much as I love the Patriots, I think whenever I incorporate them into a bet, it never goes very well. Um, so I may just stick to what I've been doing before and just, you know, second commandment of the payday gospel is, vote or bet on the Kansas City Chiefs if they're not don't you forget that the second commandment of the payday gospel is to bet on them Kansas City Chiefs to win unless they're playing the New England Patriots and thus it has been written and henceforth shall be enforced Mm. yes my lord and just to update on, by the way, something I something I saw earlier that I wanted to bring up to you, uh, DVOA rankings for offensive lines currently, 
it is it is the 49ers and the Cowboys neck and neck. I believe the 49ers are first in run blocking and second in pass blocking and the or the other way around. Dallas is first in run blocking and second in pass blocking. Uh 49ers are first in pass blocking, second in run blocking right now. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think, and then aren't the Giants even up there pretty high too? The, the Giants are up there. I had said that to you before. I had them backwards. The Giants are up there in run blocking, and that was only through two weeks, granted. And then the they probably actually got brought down this week because for some reason the Buccaneers' run defense is just an absolute wagon this year. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Danny Dimes came through in the clutch, and you even said when you were picking the games, you're like, you know what? Speed round. I'm going to go with the Giants. And I said, you know what? You're probably right. And weren't we right as hell? Yeah, we are always right on this podcast. We've actually never been wrong. Or at least I haven't, but you have been. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John, just share your best bet with the people. Chicago, Washington, under 41 and a half. <laughs> Texans Chargers, <laughs> over 47 and a half. <laughs> Green Bay money line. And then Kansas City money line. All right, so uh, in, uh, prior, so prior to that best bet last week, I had said if this whole if this whole over under thing doesn't work well this week, I may have to ditch it in the best bets. So yeah, I think I, I think, think I'm out. I think I'm out on that. I think I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> I think you need to stop with that. I, th- I think that's a good call. Yeah. So Redskins Bears that one went way over, and I hit the I picked the under for it. Now Chargers Texans only missed by half a point. They went half a point over, or they went half a point under the total. The total was forty seven and a half. They scored forty seven. Yeah, and we, the, you know, the line is there for a reason, like we always say. True, that's true. The half a point matters. And now, like I said, we are going to skip the news today because I have a second uvula that might be cancerous, and uh, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> sick, and I don't want to deal with it. But Chime, I know you love the kazoo sound effect, so I am only going to play it once for you. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I think that I think that got messed up. Uh, we'll just edit this out. Only one. What? Hold on. Start right here. Let me clap. Now, Shyam, I know you love the kazoo sound effect, so we're only going to play it once for you. Oh, wait. It got messed up again. All right, we're only going to play it once for you. All right, all right, all right. We're on. All right, we're, all right, we're on to our three picks for the week. Give me your first pick this week. First pick of the week. I'm going right back to what I should have done last week. What I did do in the best bet, I didn't do in my regular picks. Give me the Dallas Cowboys minus. According to William Hill, right now you're getting them at minus two and a half. That half a point could be really, really big in New Orleans against the Saints. I said last week, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is really good. They didn't look all that great against Seattle. Their defense looked great. Their offense did not look spectacular, but they just manhandled Seattle on the defensive side of the ball. So I think it was a little bit of a deceiving win there. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to come out much stronger. The Dallas defense is better. I think overall Dallas is going to run all over the Saints. Give me the Dallas Cowboys minus two and a half Sunday night football in New Orleans. And for my first pick, and this was a team you had mentioned earlier that I said I was going to speak about at some point today uh, or sometime later in the podcast, I'm taking the Panthers plus four and a half at the Texans. I think that that, and now I'm realizing just as I said I wouldn't do an over-under again, I'm looking down at my best bet, and I realize that I have the over for this game. <laughs> That's a good part of my best bet. <laughs> Hey, if there's one thing we are in this podcast, it is consistent. So you're damn right, or at least one of us is. Sorry, I don't mean to keep taking shots at you like that. It's it's a little God bit. Almighty. It's a little bit uncalled for. Right. Sorry, my finger slipped there. Uh, so I'm taking <laughs> Carolina plus four and a half at Houston. Houston's defense actually right now, 
They're actually just they're just below middle of the pack right now for rush and pass defense. The thing is, I, I think their pass defense in is purely just not that great, and it's even kind of. So they faced Drew Brees, and they actually they actually had a decent game against Drew Brees. But when it you know push came to shove, it just didn't matter because it was Drew Brees. I think North Turner is going to have a field day against this defense, and with a quarterback who can actually throw the ball right now, the four and a half. I see. I, it could be a situation where Watson wins the game in the last seconds, and the Texans end up winning by like one, two, or three. The fact it's four and a half though, that half over that four really makes me want to hammer Carolina on this. So, yes, yeah. yes, I am taking Carolina plus four and a half at Houston. Your second pick. I don't hate that because I think Kyle Allen actually looked pretty good. And he, he, what Kyle Allen did for that Carolina offense is he kind of opened everything up. Cam Newton couldn't throw the football, so people were able to just clog the box and stuff CMC right out the gate. But what Kyle Allen did is he made you at least respect the pass. Now, he doesn't have to be amazing, but, I mean, he threw for, what, 260 yards and four touchdowns? Something like, like that. Or two or three touchdowns. He played well, and that's all you need. If he does that, you're golden. And fun fact about well, no, he threw he threw for four touchdowns, but he was actually the thing is he actually used DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Exactly, because Cam Newton can't throw the football. Here's a stat about the Carolina Panthers: over their last seven games, dating back to last season, Cam Newton has thrown zero touchdown passes. He has started five of those games. Kyle Allen has started two of them and thrown six touchdown passes. I think that kind of shows you either what Cam Newton is right now because he's unhealthy or what that Carolina offense is with a better passer in the pocket. I like the Carolina pick. Okay. And that's not one of your picks because it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like you just picked it as well, but at least we're on the same page. Backing you up a little bit here. Uh, It's not one of my picks because the Texans are either going to score a gazillion points or they're going to blow games. So I'm out on that. Um, What I am going to do though, is I'm going to go to, Oh, one of my favorite players in football right now. Give me the good old Jacksonville Jaguars. Woohoo! Plus three in Denver. I'm in on Gardner Minshew. He might actually be pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm riding this train. Now, I, I saw a stat that I didn't really care for, that teams who have started winless um, since two and five, 2005 are 63% against the spread in week four. I, that doesn't that, that stat does not help me very much, but I think Denver sucks. I think the Jaguars are good, and I'm getting three points. Give me Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And my second pick, we are putting the the next two weeks. We are putting this gospel thing to test here. Oh hell and, yeah! And, and this and this one this, uh, this week's gospel that I am putting to the test is. Praise the Lord. When they go. On the road and outdoors, Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings are all 11 and 1. And this week, ladies and gentlemen, the Minnesota Vikings travel down to Chicago, Illinois. Take on the Chicago Bears. Oh, Lord, always bet against the Vikings outdoors and on the road. And that is why I am taking Chicago minus two at home versus Minnesota. Again, 0-11-1 on the road against the spread and straight up. They've never even won a game under Mike Zimmer. And by the way, I was right last week when I said, oh, I might have been wrong about saying it was five games. They have six of these games this year. The Vikings do. Yeah, and I think it's really going to be tested over the next two weeks. The Bears finally got a little going on offense last week, and then the next week they're at Oakland. So, like, this is it. If Minnesota loses both of these two games, this gospel does not get any more concrete. 
The thing is, I think Kirk Cousins is playing. I, you said you had said earlier you think the Vikings are playing well. I I agree with that, except for the quarterback. I think the quarterback is playing horribly, and we're seeing this as well with um with Aaron Rodgers. Well, the thing is, it's not the same thing, I suppose, because Kirk Cousins has played in a play action heavy offense before. Aaron Rodgers hasn't, and if you recall Matt Ryan's 2015 season under Kyle Shanahan, how it it basically took Matt Ryan a full season to get used to the play action thing. Aaron yeah, Rodgers, I think he'll. I want to say he'll get it by November. And the Packers defense, like they're three and zero right now. And Aaron Rodgers is probably out of every starter on the team. Aaron Rodgers might be performing the worst out of any of them. Uh, yeah, that, the, that's the a bit of an exaggeration, is, but go ahead. I think the reason so many quarterbacks have a difficult time with the play action is that a lot of them hate turning their back to the defense right. because they love to take in all the information and process. Okay, it's contrary to Tom Brady, where he loves to have his back to the defense fake the play action, turn around, because he knows everything ahead of time. Whereas a guy like Aaron Rodgers, he loves to sit there in the pocket and diagnose things, which is why they would always line up in the shotgun, spread him out four wide or five wide, and he'd just drop back and throw. Now, here's Minnesota's uh, offensive line DVOA right now. This is only through three games, granted. They're fourth in run and eighth in pass. So their offensive line is playing extremely well, which they worked on that. Basically, the last two years, it's been a project and for them to rebuild. Dalvin Cook has played extremely well so he far has. this year. But the, the point stands is that Kirk Cousins is playing horribly, and I don't think Dalvin Cook can save him against this Chicago defense. And it, it's going to be no. one of those things for Mitch Trubisky where he, Mitch Trubisky also may, may blow out loud against the Vikings defense like he has been wont to do this year against opposing defenses. But the, the, the field might be short enough that they might be able to win this with field goals. And I think Kirk Cousins is going to turn the ball over at least three or four times. So, you see the over-under at 38 for a reason. Nobody thinks they're going to score a lot of points in this game. Yeah. So, yeah, Chicago minus two. We're putting it to the test. We're putting it to the test even more next week, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about that more next week. Or you can just go look at the schedule yourself and see what we're teasing right now. But I will not say it. <laughs> Your next pick, Shai. <laughs> Uh, my next pick's pretty easy. It's something that I never thought I would do, especially in a season like this. Ooh. But I'm buying in, I, yet again, another quarterback. First, I'm buying into Gardner Minshew. Now, I'm buying into Danny Dimes. Give me the Giants minus three at home against the Redskins. Now, I know everybody's like, this guy's nuts. This guy has no clue what he's talking Some, about. Yeah, somebody stop this man. But... Danny Dimes looked pretty good against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. I think the Redskins are bad. Uh, and I think as long as the Giants' uh, defense can be mediocre, I think the Giants' offense, even without Saquon Barkley, can score points. Um, I think Evan Ingram might be a breakout star this year if Danny Dimes continues to throw him the football. And you're getting him at even money at minus three, so it's really only a field goal. And the way it's at even money makes me think that the line might even drop to two and a half, which is even better for you. So I really like Giants here. Give me the Giants minus three at home against the Redskins. And my last pick here. I've been banging the drum. I've been doing it since the preseason. I did it on the first edition of the podcast. I did it on the last edition of the podcast. I'm doing this. You ready? I'm here. My college fund pick of the week, which we do not have a sounder yet. But I am betting the house on this. Give me the Buffalo Bills plus seven and a half at home against the New England Patriots. You're out of control. Somebody stop this man. <laughs> Somebody stop him. This is insane. This so is I insane. so the seven and a half is huge here. Because I think I think it could be something like twenty to thirteen. But is this Bills team not the prime 
this is almost a a parody of a team that the Patriots have that the Patriots struggle against. They've got a quarterback who excels outside of the framework of his of his offensive scheme. They've got a defense that is great at getting pressure up the middle. Now, granted, they lose Harrison Phillips. Patriots may be coming into this game without Julian Edelman. Tom Brady on the injury report this week. They bring in Cody Kessler <laughs> to save the day. <laughs> I'm still laughing at, the, at that one. Um, but uh, Patriots' run game has not performed well thus far in the season. I think that this Bills team is the prime team to give the Patriots fits, as I just explained a second ago. So that's why I am taking... Bills plus seven and a half at home. That is a thick, thick, thick line. If this was plus three and a half, I don't know if I would take it. Seven and a half yeah. is huge on the road for the Patriots as well. A place where they have typically struggled as well. They've never lost in the last couple of years, but Tom Brady in his career has had a lot of close games in Buffalo. So I'm taking the Bills set plus seven and a half against the Patriots. All right, man. You know what? I don't hate it. I'm, did, I, did I talk I think, you into it? I think it's no, you did not. I'm not going to touch that game with a ten foot pole. I told you I'm out on betting Patriot games. I can't do it anymore myself. <laughs> so you know what? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take care of that. Okay, okay, okay. Your best bet. So my best bet. I'm gonna go four four leg best bet again. A little bit risky, but I really like the opportunity here. Now, if you know me, you know I have my number two rule in the gospel: the Kansas City Chiefs are playing anybody but the New England Patriots. Take the Kansas City Chiefs to win. Give me the Chiefs money line as the first leg of the best bet parlay. The second leg of that best bet parlay, give me the Dallas Cowboys money line. So the difference right now is you can get them at the spread at minus 2.5 for at minus 110, right? Or if you just sacrifice 30 points, you go down to minus 140, and that's the money line. Give me the money line. I don't have to deal with the points. I don't have to worry about it. Dallas outright to win. I've been betting on Dallas a lot. Dallas has not let me down this year. I don't think they're going to start now. The next leg of the parlay is a little bit uneven for you. I'm going to take the Rams to win. I think the Rams, the Rams are playing the Buccaneers this week. The Rams are minus 450 money line. I know that's like a heavy burden on your parlay, but at the same time, it adds a little value. I think it's almost a guaranteed win. I don't see the Rams losing here. Uh, the Buccaneers are just not that good. And then the last bit, which is really going to swing up the money here and is really going to kind of put the spice on this parlay, give me the Jacksonville Jaguars money line at plus 155. Love it. I'm going to tack that on. You put all four of those together. You're betting 100. You're winning just over 600 bucks. I I really like it. And if if you're really uncomfortable with the Jacksonville parlay, adding Jacksonville to the parlay, I get it. Take them off. You can still have those first three teams, Kansas City, the Rams, and Cowboys, and you're betting 100 to win 180. Not quite as big of a payout, but at the same time, still really a really solid parlay there for you. John, what do you got? All right, and I know I said earlier I referenced it when I was picking uh, the Carolina over Houston plus 4.5. I said I wouldn't do it, but I'm coming back. I'm doing it immediately after not doing it, (laughs) after saying I wouldn't do it. Carolina at Houston, over 47 and a half. I, I, I truly believe that there are going to be a lot of points in this game. This is also the same exact over-under that I did not hit on last week with the Texans, 47 and a half. Um, yeah, between the Panthers going up against this horrible Houston defense, hor- uh, horrible's pushing it. I, they're middle of the pack to lower tier middle of the pack. And then Deshaun Watson against Carolina's defense. Uh, I really think that they're 
both teams might go north of 40 here, or maybe one north of 40 and one in the late 20s. Uh, so I like that one. Uh, give me the Colts money line also at home against the Raiders. Kansas City money line. Uh, you know, we've we've been over that. Mm-hmm. And then the Ravens money line uh, at home against the Browns. 100 bucks on that wins you about 330 I like it. I don't hate it. I probably might ditch your over-under. And stick with the money lines, but you know what? Overall, I don't hate your best bet, John. That probably drop. That'll probably drop it by about. You, pro- I'll probably win like twenty bucks <laughs> if I Minus drop that over under from it. Luckily, right. your boy Shime has a great calculator right here, and he can tell you exactly how much you'd win if you just bet the money lines. Yeah, it's a hundred to win one hundred and thirty, just about. Okay. Okay. All right, so that, that that is our week four, three picks, and best bet. Again, we're not doing – I might have a cancerous Ugula, so we're not doing – second Ugula, so we are not doing <laughs> a speed round this week. But uh, definitely looking to doing those bets. And if any of you came here after listening to the segment of the Dale and Keith show, welcome and thank you for listening. And keep listening all season long. Shime's coming off a bad week, but otherwise you've been pretty on point this season, as have I. I just haven't come off a bad week again. And, you know, I'm sorry to keep rubbing it in, but, you know. It's all right, John, when you're on a heater. You know what, John? Like I said, you can't quit on a heater, brother. Keep it up. (laughs) All right. Thank you, sir. And before we go, this is a network. There are many other podcasts on here. Listen to Andy and Ryan. They have good sound now, although more of you probably listen to them than you do us. And if you you listen to them and then you listen to us by accident, hopefully you're still here and you're still listening. (laughs) But Andy and Ryan, they have fixed the sound issues that totally were not anything to do with me. And uh, they are rolling on the flagship uh, off-day podcast. You will get a post-game one this Sunday after the – who are the Patriots playing again? The Bills, they right, right, right. I knew that. And Bills. after the Patriots beat the Bills by less than seven and a half points, you will get a recap from Andy and Ryan. Jim and Pete tomorrow on the Fantasy Day edition of the off-day podcast. And the rest of the podcasts on the network, which are Chris Scheim. You got the Five Out podcast with good old Nick Fryer, Tyler Debit. Matt Medeiros. Great little podcast over there. Matt Medeiros as well. Got the Lucy and Elaine show. Pretty self-explanatory. You got Lucy and Elaine. <laughs> you also got nah. the Bradfo show. Also pretty self-explanatory. You got Bradfo. With and Alex then, Cora this week as well. Ooh, what a get by Bradfo getting some Alex Cora action. I like that. And then you also have, yeah, I guess you have the skate pod. They're there. <laughs> hey, they're trying to be nice to us now. They've extended an olive branch. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I All guess right. we're friends with them. You know what? Brandon Carlo Love they had that. this week. Ooh, good get. I like that. I don't hate that. And brood season's starting up, so you're going to want to tune into the skate pod. Yep, next and Thursday. And they are on and around. And, of course, lastly, we have the Hashtag Dork Podcast, hosted by the one and only Rich Keith and Razzle Von Dazzle, Davey Eyeballs. So, pretty great network of podcasts we have. We got here. that. You can follow Shime on Twitter at Shimetime. And you can follow John on Twitter at John WEI. <laughs> there we go. Not even in the same room. We can't even give each other eyes. We can do it. That's called chemistry, Rob Bradford. I know you're listening. Darn tootin', baby. (laughs) All right, we'll be back next week for more picks, and uh, I will report on my probably cancerous ugula. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Uh, Sounds good, yeah. Stay safe there, John. Holy I'm loud, too. Come on, John, figure it out. It's because I'm so pumped. (laughs) That you went three for three? I did go three for three. I actually didn't even notice until, uh, yeah, I didn't even notice, bro. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, I didn't really care, man. Like, it's whatever. <laughs> I don't scoreboard watching all that. Do it's I good. sound good other than the fact that I'm chomping on a chip right at the second? <laughs> yeah, you, you sound fine, actually. Fabulous. Dude, my oil change was $75.
Yikes! Because I, I have a Volkswagen. What oil do you get? I, it's a Volkswagen, so I have to get uh, I have to get the friggin' premium, whatever it's called. Oof. Tough. That. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.